Hey guys, it's Brandon Harris, the Tattooed Conservative. I'm sitting here with my best bud, Muhammad. How you doing today, Muhammad? I'm doing good. Everything is okay. And uh, we stay here in the fire. So, Muhammad, you came from Egypt, man. Uh, my guy over here, Muhammad, came here the legal way, the right way, did the right things. Muhammad has been here now. How long, Muhammad? Like six months. And uh, you paid for your green card. You paid to come here. Yeah. You're like $16,000 in the hole, right? Yeah. You did everything the right way. Now, Muhammad, why can't you go to work today? Because I don't have a proof for for work. For can I work? Most but you, waiting. you paid for proof, right? Yeah. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for processing my petition. So, guys, Muhammad came here. The man came to America, put his time and effort in. Um, unlike a lot of the stuff we're fighting, this guy put his money in. He met a beautiful woman, got married. He's a happy camper. Comes to America, busts his butt, and uh, he's stuck on the back burner. And, uh, guys... Here in America today, Bob, I got to ask you. What do you got to ask me, Brandon? Muhammad's been staying with you guys. And, uh, Bob, how hard of a worker is Muhammad? It's phenomenal. So why the hell is Muhammad not working? Because he doesn't have a green card. And uh, he paid for it, right? Yes, $1,200, right, Muhammad? Was right. that it, 1200 He paid to come here, right? Yes, he did. He did everything the right way? All the paperwork's been filled out. Everything's been filed. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Democrats, guys, assholes out there, sorry for the language. This guy paid to come here. He paid for a green card, met a beautiful woman, came to the U.S., did everything the right way, but we got a COVID shutdown in uh, Muhammad. You owned a business in Egypt, right? Yeah, I sold everything there in Egypt. To, to, can I come here? And are you happy? You're married? You got a beautiful wife? Yeah, of course. But most be, you know, the, the no life if you, not have, if you can't work. So, Bob, so I'm hearing here that Muhammad and you and Courtney and everybody else has put the time and effort in to get him here the right way. Correct. And all day long, as Republicans, we bitch about doing the things the right way. That's correct. So, wait, hold on, but he did it the right way. That's correct. Then why the hell isn't he working? Because the Democrats are a little bit slow in responding to paperwork. And guys, that's the whole damn point. Muhammad came over here. He met a beautiful woman. He courted her. and uh, Now we're going to walk over to Courtney because she's never been on live. Oh, no. Courtney, no. does Muhammad make you happy? He sure does. And when you met him, you went over to Egypt how many times? Uh, three. Two. Two. <laughs> and when you married him, did you marry him for a paycheck or because of who he is? No, because of who he is. And Muhammad, when you married your wife, you're happy with her, right? Yes. You, he, Muhammad constantly tells me, Courtney, he, he tells my wife, he tells all of us, he goes, you know what? There's no vein. Muhammad, you have preached that to me. When he talks about you, Courtney, he talks about you like you're up here. Top level. Now, how many U.S. men, how many guys that are protesting breaking buildings have you heard talk like that? Uh, none. Damn right. So, guys, I'm going to take you back to Bob here. Bob, Uh-oh. as a landlord and as a guy who's, you know, getting to have an awesome guy like Muhammad in your home, guys, Bob has talked to me on endless accounts, and Muhammad doesn't even know this, but Bob has talked nothing but top dollar about Muhammad. He goes, I got, I got this guy. He comes from Egypt. He likes my president. He's willing to work. He owned a business. And, Bob, what upsets you more than anything when it comes to Muhammad about them not letting him work? Well, it's it's the backup of the log on the green card thing. You know, he's paid for his green card in full. Uh, he applied for it a long time ago, and it's he's still waiting for it. He can't get a real job until he gets his green card and Bob, legally. And he's doing everything the legal way. And that's the right way to go. So, guys, me and Bob, the Republicans on this chat, we constantly, constantly, constantly talk about doing things the right way. We say that we'll support guys doing things the right way. 
I've got a guy sitting three inches from me who came here, sold his business, did things the right way, did things clearly and ethically. And uh, Bob, how's it make you feel that he's still on the back burner two weeks after COVID supposedly done under Pritzker? Well, I feel bad that he's in the position he's in right now. Uh, and uh, all I can do is just try to help him along as, as best as we can. All of us are actually helping Muhammad out, his, um, his lovely wife, Courtney and, and Jenny, and everybody's trying to help him along. And um, it's Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you just say Jenny on live, Bob? I did. All right, guys, we're not going to get into that until next segment. Yeah, but I got to tease Bob just a little bit. But, Muhammad, Muhammad, can I ask you a question, yes. sir? You came to America the right way. Yes. Why did you come to America, in your words? Because I want to make uh, create a family here with my wife. You know, because uh, the, the life there is very hard for her. You know, it's a different culture. I'm offered for her to, to live with me there, but she can't. She can't work. And here, I'm come to here to can I work and to have my family, everything. And But uh, here, I'm, I can't work. So, guys, you heard it from Muhammad the best. We'll be back after this segment. Stay tuned in to the Tattooed Conservative Show weekly on the Weekly Deplorable. Hey, guys, the Tattooed Conservative back on the Weekly Deplorable with Muhammad. He came from Egypt. He married a beautiful woman, got his life together. Um, Muhammad, I got to ask you, my friend. So you paid the money order to get your green card process, right? You're right, yeah. And they have yet to cash that uh, right. money order. Yeah, right. i tracking for this money is still open. So they told you they're low on funds, but you paid the funds. Right. And uh, Bob, I got to ask you. Now, if you're low on funds, you're a business owner. I'm a business owner. Courtney, she's over there. She's a business owner. Yeah. When we're low on funds, we cash the money we get in, right? That's correct. You put it right in the bank. So, Bob, if I've got a money order sitting here, Muhammad pays me to clean his house like Courtney does, or Muhammad pays me to market like I do or to paint like you do, the three of us would cash the money and do the job, right? Correct. So why is it that Pritzker and the Democrats are sitting on Muhammad's money? He's yet to get his green card. He came here the right way. I can't answer that, but it's, it's the Democrats. They're, they're very slow at everything. But, Bob, what I'm hearing here, and Courtney, I'm going to come get you real quick. Courtney, I'm going to ask you. My wife's standing right here. Sure. Me and Kelly need you to clean the house. It's 370 bucks. I hand you a money order. Are you going to sit on it for eight weeks and give us excuses, or are you going to get the house clean? Oh, no. I'm definitely going to do the job and cash that check. So, Bob, I need my house painted. You tell me it's 1500 bucks. I hand you the money. Are you going to paint the house or sit on it? No, I'm going to paint the house, then spend it. So, guys, why is it that we pay taxes to Democrats that sit on our money, they don't do anything, and they give us excuses for a guy like Muhammad here, who is about the most conservative-valued person I've ever met in my life. He came here to America. He got the American dream. This guy met his wife on social media. He's a lucky guy. I met my wife at a hip-hop show. I'm a lucky guy. I love my wife to death. Muhammad loves his wife to death. We're equivalent, in my opinion, despite all differences. And you know what? We're both lucky men. Now, this guy tells me constantly how beautiful his wife is, how he doesn't take anything for granted, how he wanted to do things the right way. Muhammad, you know, talking to you, as opposed to talking to an average guy in Chicago, when you talk about your wife, and Muhammad, you put me in my place. Yeah. I talk about my wife. I met her at a hip-hop concert. I'm not perfect. Is, is my, wife, is, my, my, my relationship with my wife is different because we started this. She told me how I, I speak English. You know, she started with me everything, like, before five years ago. And we start talk every day. And after she visited me in Egypt, like, a couple of times, you know, I offered for her to live with me there. But I, she can't, you know. 
and I'm come to here, I'm waiting. I can't do anything, just waiting for approval for can I work. Now, Muhammad, you tell me constantly, and Courtney's sitting right here, so I'm going to put you on blast. But guys, this man tells me he the most beautiful woman on the planet, he's in love, and he had a quarter, not only the right way, but the professional way, the way we should have been raised, the 1960s way. When he talks about Courtney, guys, this isn't a, I met a chick in 2020 and went to a nightclub. Muhammad talks 1968. He fell in love. He did things the right way. Why? Because he loves the woman. Now, Muhammad. I want to put an end to some BS here, and I want to put it to an end on my show. The number one thought on people from a Muslim culture is terrorism. And you and I have talked this, and you've told me your but, true opinion. But, but it's not any, not, you, you can't have a bad people in any religion, in any place, any, anywhere. What, you know, Muhammad, guys, he told me the first time we talked, he goes, if you read the Quran, if you read the Muslim Bible, yeah. I'm not violent. I didn't come here for violence. I came here for a beautiful woman. Yeah. I fell in love. And guys, when I'm looking at his wife, six inches from me, yeah. the guy's a lucky guy. He's not here for the wrong reasons. And Muhammad, how does it make you feel, especially with the riots that are going on, when people segregate you because of your religion? I'm upset, of course, about this. But some people, you know, not, not reading, not doing anything, you know. He judge about uh, judge people about the religion, about the color, about anything. It's not good for for a life. And guys, I'm gonna hit Courtney here because when I talk to Muhammad, Muhammad is the most timid guy I've ever met. The last thing I'm worried about with Muhammad is any religious zealousness. I, I'm more worried about Muhammad stealing my wife because he's so smooth with the ladies, but he's so passionate and calm. Now, Courtney, when you met Muhammad, what do you truly believe Muhammad came here for? Uh, for me, of course. <laughs> well, no, no, no judgment there, guys, but she's not lying. But Courtney, I mean, realistically, they hit Muhammad. Now, one of the things we hear constantly is, oh, he's a Muslim. He could be a terrorist. Your husband here is the calmest, most decent, honest man I've ever met. Um, Muslim isn't terrorist. That's a religion. So it's not the people. It's, it's a small sect, correct? Correct. And, and Muhammad's here to build a life, um, a, a you know, a stern life together and, and have kids and be married and, and work and have a family and it's just not working out. So how do you feel as a woman when your husband's come here, he's closed his business in Egypt, put his money on the line, done the right thing, and he's still waiting to work six months later? Well, it's very hard because, you know, I'm sitting here trying to support us both and it, right now with everything going on, I can barely support myself. This is not fair. We've paid. We are here. We've done everything the right way. What the... F freak are we waiting for is what I want to know and guys Courtney said it best Muhammad when I met Muhammad guys you know we're all biased just based off of cultural beliefs and this man sat in my back lawn by a campfire like a hillbilly and was so proud to show me photos of him at Courtney's kids house shooting you know 12 gauges and showing me that he he was understanding the American culture this man has come here he's put his business on the line his life on the line and by God if we're going to do something right a guy like Muhammad deserves to be here We've got guys jumping the border daily illegally, and we've got a man who's given his business, his money, and his time. We'll be back after this segment. You got to get with my guy, Muhammad. We got to get his citizenship. Hell, we automatically got to give him an honorary degree to Harvard, in my opinion, because this is the smoothest, most honest guy I've ever met. We'll be back after the segment. Hey guys, Brandon Harris, the tattooed conservative. I'm back with Bob Tracy. I've got Muhammad and I've got Courtney. Muhammad came over here for the American Dream, guys. He got a beautiful wife. Um, <laughs> he met his wife on the internet. Me and my wife, we're very happy people. But uh, you look at somebody like Muhammad and Courtney. Muhammad, what was it like the first time you talked to Courtney? And what's it like today? Learning English, learning the American culture. What's the difference? Everything is different, you know. Language. 
custom, everything, everything. Hey uh, guys, everything. Muhammad and Courtney told me a story the other night. Me and my wife were sitting there with Bob, Muhammad, and Courtney. And Courtney, I got to pick on you a little bit. So Courtney tells us a story. And uh, Muhammad is from Cairo, or the Cairo area. Um, Alexandria, to be exact. And Muhammad told Courtney at one point when they were talking online where he was from. And Courtney, where did you think he was actually from? <laughs> uh, so I Googled it, and it, uh, it was four hours from me. Alexand- yeah. <laughs> Alexandria, <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> and Muhammad, what was it like when you got to tell your future wife that it wasn't Alexandria, Illinois, you were actually from Egypt? Yeah, she told me like four hours, you know. I told him, no, I'm in Egypt. She told and- me, I, okay, I will come to visit you, but I don't believe here in the forest. So, Courtney, you got to go visit Muhammad in Egypt. What was it like your first visit? Because he says your phone died. <laughs> Guys, this is the perfect catfish story, except it's real. They really got married. These are real people here, real good people. And, you know, Muhammad tells it funny and you tell it funny. But what was it like getting off the plane for the first time in Egypt? So, at O'Hare Airport, I dropped my phone, my cell phone, and I broke my cell phone. And something told me, don't go, because I'm traveling way across the world to go meet this man with no phone and uh yeah i decided to do it and i get there and it was very scary Uh, culture is different language is different people are looking at me different and um i walked out of the airport and out of the whole crowd i see mohammed standing there it was great i was scared that it wasn't gonna happen but i'm still here guys Hey guys, Muhammad tells the story. Muhammad, I gotta ask you, man, because you cracked me up the other night. You know, when I chased my wife, I chased her down to a gas station for like six months, <laughs> threw a bunch of money at her. She wasn't digging it. And uh, the American way is here's some money, here's some crap, like me. And she didn't like me. I had to talk to her. I really suck at talking to women. Now you tell me you and your buddy showed up, and what was your buddy saying the whole time? The buddy who you had at the uh, airport waiting on uh, Courtney. I, 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 in the first, before she, you know, before I saw, I saw her, I, I can't believe about she, in real, is she coming, you know. But when I saw her, you know, it's done now, everything in, in real. And are you know? happy? Yeah, of course. I'm very happy when I saw her. And guys, this man came all the way here to the U.S. His wife has been here for years. They've done the right thing. They've done it the right way. Now, Courtney, I'm going to ask you before I go back to Bob. Honestly, are you hurt with the fact that Muhammad's been here for six months and they're hurting him like this and not letting him work? I mean, I'm, I'm here for him, and I know he's here for me. Um, but it's very, very frustrating waking up and a man's ego not able to work is, is, is so hard. And my culture is yeah. must be the man is work, sir. The wife is staying at home. So it's hurting cooking. you to stay here for yeah, six months without know, work? Yeah, it's, it's horrible, my so guys, when I talk about real culture, when I talk about change, when me and Bob come on and we talk about America and doing things the right way, this couple here has done things the right way. Why is it that the people doing things the right way have to wait on the back burner, but we give voting rights to illegals? Muhammad, can you vote today in America? I can for, for you know. But illegals can't. Yeah, I, legal, but after, after, no, must be. You're more, legal. Illegal yeah, immigrants can vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can oh, you I'm, get? Can you get social assistance? Yeah. So okay, Muhammad can get social assistance. So can illegals, but Muhammad can't vote. The man can't have a driver's license. He spent fifteen thousand dollars to come here. Another thirteen hundred to get a green card. He's got a wife. He he's done the right thing. Bob, how does it make you feel to know that our system is that corrupt? 
Well, it's, it's been this way for a long time, and I feel bad for Muhammad and Courtney because Muhammad can't get the proper paperwork to do what he came here to do, and that's to work, uh, work hard, live the American dream, um, have a wife and have children, and, and do the next right thing, and, and he's unable to do that because of uh, the lack of the paperwork from the, from the state and from the U.S., and guys, that's the whole damn point. The next segment, we're going to go into what's exactly going on in Illinois today. This is Brandon Harris, the tattooed conservative. And Muhammad, who am I with? Who's the guy to my left? Bob Tracy. You all heard it from Muhammad Best. We'll be back after the segment. Hey guys, Brandon Harris, the tattooed conservative. I'm here for my last segment. I've got Bob Tracy and Muhammad Courtney Kelly. We're all sitting around a fire. And uh, Bob. What do you think about what's going on today with the riots in Joliet, man? I went to the dollar store. I delivered signs. I picked up signs. Every damn building in Joliet's boarded up. How does that make you feel? Makes me feel like I live in Chicago. Chicago? Yeah. Bro, this looks more like Iraq. Mohammed, you're from Egypt. <laughs> When's the last time every building in Egypt was boarded up? Never. Yeah, I didn't see. Uh, it's, it's, it's never. Never. So wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. We're in the United States, the freest country on the planet. Guys, Mohammed's from Egypt. Egypt has turmoil. We have turmoil. But Egypt, you guys have been through multiple turmoils in the last 20 years. You've never seen every building boarded up. Right. All right. Hold on. We got two more guests here. Courtney, have you ever seen every building boarded up in Illinois in your lifetime? No, never. Now we got a curfew. Holy crap, curfew. Wait, wait, are, are we teens again? Mom and dad are going to lock us in the house? or is this <laughs> Well, a... we, took, we got our freedom taken away because we got people rioting and all that extra stuff. Now, hold on. Kelly, I'm putting Kelly on. She doesn't ever come on. Have you ever seen buildings boarded up in your lifetime? Yes or no? No. No. So she says no. We got three no's. Now we're going to ask Bob. Bob's like got 50 years on us. He hung out with the dinosaurs. Hey, 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 His hey, best hey. friend's a triceratops. You know, he hung out with T-Rex. He kicked it with a little, uh, not Littlefoot, I'm sorry, not Laura Littlefoot, but he kicked it with Littlefoot. I'm talking, guys, this guy knows plants-eating dinosaurs. Bob, have you ever seen a curfew and buildings boarded up in your lifetime? No. Um, maybe with the exception of the uh, Martin Luther King riots back in 1968. And, guys, Bob, explain those to us in depth. Bob, please go into depth on those. You told me about those in Joliet. I'm going to pass the mic to Bob. Bob's going to give you guys a little rundown. In 1968, I was an eight-year-old child, and I would sit on my grandfather's front porch overlooking the whole entire east side of Joliet. And we sat there as a family, my grandpa, my dad, myself, my brothers, my sister, and we watched downtown Joliet and most of the east side burn. Uh, they were lighting their houses on fire. They were burning businesses. And, and the river, they put up all the bridges so that people from the east side could not cross onto the west side. And it was, it was a terrible thing to see back then. It was kind of heartbreaking to me because I knew Alexander Lumber. My dad, you know, would take me to Alexander Lumber to buy nails or whatever hardware he needed or lumber to build things. And, so, and I watched it from my grandfather's front porch burn down to nothing. And other businesses and other buildings and houses, and you can hear the guns going off, and it was, it was a true riot. So I, even though I was a youngster, I lived through something that at that time I found kind of traumatic. And Bob, did you ever see as much violence then as you see today in what's going on now nationally? I saw a lot of violence then. Um, from from a porch, but today 
it's different. Uh, today, people, there's more, there's more person-on-person kind of violence versus um, uh, arson and run. And, and it, it's disturbing to me to see people would treat people like this. And, it, and, and I'm, I'm very disappointed in humanity right now. Hey guys, you heard it best from Bob Tracy. You've heard from Muhammad. You've heard from Courtney. You've heard from Kelly. You've heard three, four, five different cultures, guys. We've been across the planet tonight, and we've all said the same thing. What's going on right now is unprecedented. It's unacceptable, and it's downright ludicrous to watch the destruction going on in Illinois across the United States. Guys, we need to come to a comprehensive medium. We need to come back to a solid culture, to a solid nation, to a standing people. Despite our political differences, we must unify or be divided and destroyed. We are not allowing ourselves to find a common medium today. And if we can't find that today, folks, how are we going to find that tomorrow? This is Brandon Harris, the Tattooed Conservative. I'm honored to have all the guests I've had tonight. It's been a blessing. I'm going to check out, and I look forward to talking to you guys next week at the same time. God bless you all. May you live under the United States, the Constitution, the flag that we all follow, in peace. God bless, and I'll talk to you next week.